and welcome back to Crystal Clear the Podcast, where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. This is episode 44, and I'm back with you, and today I have a guest. Yes, that's correct. I have a guest. It's Brother to the Night from the Drunken Nights Podcast. Yes, um... I had a great time you guys but I have to tell you you need to guard your ears Mr. Knight don't care about your ears you know he understands that this is crystal clear and crystal clear may not curse on her show but he was allowed he even cursed for me a time or two <laughs> but yes I really enjoyed the show I had a lot of fun um, I'm appreciative that he was able to take the time out uh, to talk to me about his church experience and his podcast and you know things of that nature we had a great conversation I encourage you to listen all the way through you guys know when I have a guest the conversations uh, tend to go a little longer so when you see a longer episode you automatically know I have a guest I really hope you guys take the time out and truly listen um, it's very important that you do so um and just have a good time just have a good time with somebody who is unapologetic as far as who they are and what they say and you know I allow people to be who they are so he gets to say what he wants to say especially here but I just wanted to let the ones know that don't you know deal with cursing so much that he is you know cursing and uh that is that but um, go ahead and stay tuned and you'll get to hear about the show. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Brother to the Night. This is going to be fun. Just yeah. just referring to you as Brother to the Night the whole time. <laughs> it's, it's definitely been a long time coming. You know what I mean? It's glad to actually hear your voice and, and talk to you, you know what I mean, rather than, you know, being in the comments, talking back and forth with each other. Right, right, that that gets crazy or whatnot, it does, but yeah, I mean, you popped up around my first church-related episode with my friend, so... Yeah, that was, yeah I can relate to that episode a lot. Yeah, so that makes me want to ask you about your church experience. Um... Well, I came up going to several different churches. Like, my grandmother, she was kind of like a church hopper. Like, because my mom, she was still young and trying to figure herself out or whatever. And my grandmother was like, you don't take them damn grandbabies to church. If you don't, I'm going to take them. So she started off going to, like, a Baptist church. You know what I mean? And we was going there earlier, and I always didn't mind going to church with my grandmother because I knew if I went to church with her, she was going to take us out to eat afterwards, <laughs> and I might be able to get something, you know what I mean, like a tape or whatever. So, uh, you know, because music has always been a, a love of mine, so I knew I could trick my grandmother into doing some shit that she wouldn't know, you know what I mean, if I went to church with her, because she'd be sleeping. Gotcha. Whenever, like, I, I had my grandmother do a whole bunch of crazy shit. She took me to see Juice. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but she didn't know because she fell asleep in the movie. Oh, my goodness. You know I, mean? I knew she was going to fall asleep in it. So we were like, hey, take us to see whatever it was. And she take it. And then we all we had to do was wake her up when it was over. 
We we all good. We ain't shit for that. Me and my sister ain't shit for that. But. <laughs> well, I'm gonna yeah. tell you, just based on that, your uh, background was way more lenient than mine. I mm-mm. there was no way they were taking us to a movie of any sort. Uh let alone them not know what it was they were very protective of what we saw and what we were exposed to so you know so you you had it made that came came later on the line like once she became like because they left they left the baptist church and ended up going to the apostolic church and i say like all through like middle school and high school, I was going to like an apostolic church, you know what I mean? Women with the long skirts and they can't wear makeup and all that stuff, even though the church that I went to was a little bit more lenient because it was still women doing that shit. But yeah, I, I was going to an app, a bigger apostolic church, you know what I mean? Here in the city, Christ Church Apostolic, it's Indianapolis, Indiana, with Bishop James E. Tyson. Um, yeah, so I came up under there, and that's when I was doing, I was doing all my heathen shit there. You know what I mean? I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it stuck with me, you know what I mean? It stuck with me a little bit, but for the most part, I was in the back of the church writing rest. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I think I, most of it sunk in. I don't think, I wasn't, I was either asleep or, you know, in my imagination, you know, imagining I was somewhere else just doing a million other things. But I, I don't think I was actually writing anything that probably would have been, you know, good, you know, to actually be writing something. But there's no way they wanted you to appear as though you were paying attention. So, yeah. Yeah. So a, a lot of stuff. No, you can go. Um, Like my aunt is actually the first person that really introduced like Pentecostal and apostolic stuff uh, or the, that way of life or whatever to me because I want to say it was the summer of 92. It was the summer of 92. We came down there and stayed with my aunt for like two or three months. And she was a Pentecostal preacher down there in Dallas. Okay. So... So it was uh, my first experience there. I think it was like Mount Calvary Apostolic Church or whatever. It's Clifford Fraser. That was the name of the pastor. Wow. And, uh, you got a good memory. It was, yeah, I do. <laughs> it was a fire and brimstone type of church. Oh. And I remember they scared the hell out of me because I remember one day she preached this sermon called 10 Minutes After the Rapture. And. It was talking about like what God was or what was about to happen after the rapture came and all this, that, and the third, what how the world was going to be, and that uh, scared the hell out of me, literally. No. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that's I was raised in that kind of church because I remember being before I was in grade school. I used to, you know, just end up in crying fits because of the end of the world and what they taught us at church. Like, I was a little kid. Like, I feel like I was way too young to be worried about that type of thing. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they put it in you very, very early. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I want to put my child through that. I I want to expose her to a different version, you know, of God. Not the one that, 
you know, if you don't do right, you have to worry about punishment. I feel like the fear of punishment is a poor incentive to have a relationship with God. So, so with that, right, right. I mean, because I think too many, too many churches nowadays, they, they harp and continue to preach out, out of the Old Testament, which was the whole fire, fire brimstone stuff. Mm-hmm. But if they truly believe in Jesus like they say they do, then he's supposed to be the new covenant. Right. You know what I mean? So all of that fire brimstone and... You know, uh, even tithing, all of that's supposed to change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After with the death of Jesus on the cross. But I don't know, man. I be feeling bad sometimes talking about God in the manner that I do, and I still be out here talking all the shit that I do. it's 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 i can't explain it um it's weird uh for me too as well (laughs) it is no it's i can't explain it because the the kind of church i was raised in what i can appreciate about them is that you know they taught us to be a certain way and that is what we were like if we were supposed to dress a certain way that's how we dressed if we were supposed to talk a certain way that's how we talked if you know if our lives were supposed to you know appear a certain way that's how we lived they for the most part the the church i was raised in the pastors i was you know under they did what they were supposed to do they did well at it as far as appearance and talking or whatever the only issue i would say they had is possibly judging people other than that, like they yeah. did, <laughs> they did everything they were supposed to do. They did everything they told us to do, you know. And but think about how stupid that shit sound though. Like, <laughs> God said that you could only wear this denim skirts. <laughs> 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 like, like, God came down here and was like, no, nah, you need to wear this denim skirt. If you don't wear this denim skirt, then you you're going to hell. That don't it, it's it's really ridiculous when you think about it or whatever when you really sit down with it it's ridiculous but you know it's it ugh, it's crazy i can't explain it i feel like it's something that you kind of have to live through and then when you get old enough to you know trust your own feelings and thoughts you could be like wow <laughs> wow that was that was a lot well, of crap I, mean, I get it i get it you know what i mean because i think it's very similar like women that, that are devout apostolic, they follow the, the apostolic way of teaching and all of that stuff. I think, excuse me, a lot of that is likened to like the Muslim faith. Mm. They cover themselves up to keep themselves from being, from tempting the men of the church. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's like your friend said, it's only so much you can do at times. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care how much demons you got on, you can't hide that ass. No, that's true, and that kind of always made me question, like, we're doing all of this not to tempt the men, but where's their relationship with God, and, you know, why can't they just do what they're supposed to do, and we all, you know, be able to do what we need to do without being worried about tempting them? Like, shouldn't their faith be stronger? What what do they need to do so they're not looking, you know, at another woman or women or young women or what the, whatever the case may be? Like, why do we have to do all this work for them? To keep it a buck, man, I think that's where a lot of that damn perversion comes from, man. You know what I mean? Just because you suppress it so much that, you know what I mean, it comes out in a weird and crazier form. This is true. 
this is true also though with um with the as far as like uh men looking at younger women i mean okay color purple whatever time that set in wasn't it a time where old men got to marry young women yeah so i mean it, that wasn't too far it was normal at one point i know i know it's definitely not normal now or whatever but i'm saying like at one time that was normal you know and however many years that's been like it's it's now against the law so i feel like it's just one of those things where like women yeah yeah it's 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 crazy it's crazy it's extremely crazy but yeah i feel like if you suppress it uh nine times out of ten you're probably going to end up with some kind of showing of it that is probably not normal yeah absolutely and um it's just it's just the way it is uh church has you know impacted a lot of people in a lot of different ways i i do think the people who get introduced to church a lot later in life i'm gonna say maybe like as an adult they tend to have better relationships with the church i feel like um that commitment is one that should be made by an adult and i know uh parents are you know doing the best that they can and their hearts are in the right place when they expose their children to it it's just a lot of stuff that can be misconstrued and a lot of things left you know you know, a lot of things just that don't just go as intended when it's a child involved. Well, all, of that stuff, all of that stuff is left up to interpretation anyway. It is. This is true. I, you know what I mean? Because you come up with your own interpretation of and your own questions, you know what I mean? That you, even though, you know what I mean, they say there's some stuff that you shouldn't question. Like, I, I had a moment with my homies, and I still cringe at, at the fact that I asked this question at one point in time. But um, I was rapping with my homies at one point in time, and we were drunk, and we were high, and we happened to come about religion. You know, that happened to come up in discussion one time. And I asked my homies, did they ever think that Jesus ever beat me? Since he was never allowed to be with no woman or whatever. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, of course that was. <laughs> well, you, I guess the way the Bible would portray Jesus, he did not have like the same urges that a natural man would. I would assume. So I guess um, I would never. I mean, it. I feel like you had to be under the influence of something pretty strong to even come up with that question. <laughs> <laughs> that question. I, I did. I did. But at the same time, like. I don't, like it's certain, like I don't, I don't, I believe a lot of stuff in the Bible, but it's certain stuff in there that I question because if it was put in there, like if the real truth was put in there, then it would, add, it would, it would throw the whole spectrum of things off. Mm. I agree. I just, I, I think, know? I think, I think a lot of things. Um, I went through uh, a phase not too long ago to where. I wanted to get as much information as possible about the Bible itself, how we came up with it, where it came from, and a lot of stuff. And so after all of that research, uh, you kind of just feel like, uh, they, mm. I, I, I like the Bible. I appreciate the Bible. Um, I have nothing against it, but, um, mm, I, mm, oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is. There, there, there are several different life lessons that, you know what I mean, I learned from church and in the Bible. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. And, uh, but also, I question a lot of things with other religions, too, because, you know, yes, I grew up a Christian. Mm-hmm. But there are so many different forms and sectors of Christianity. You know what I mean? That, That's right. Like, I question, you know, and everybody thinks they're right. This is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So how do you know that your way of thinking is right? You know what I mean? That's one thing. And then two, um, like also when you look at other religions, you know what I mean? It's pieces and parts of other religions that I deem to be viable information. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they think they're just as right as we do. So who is to say that we who is right? You know what I mean? Like that's why I always say I don't know. I, I'm so comfortable with not knowing to where I, I feel like I can't say who is right. I can't say who is wrong. I can't I can't be like, okay, well, you know, because that's how I was raised. Like, what we doing is how is how it's supposed to be. And anybody doing anything else is just, you know, they out of pocket. They're wrong. It's two left shoes. It's just like they're not even close. I cannot. I no longer have that confidence with, you know, what, what I believe. I just, I just feel comfortable um believing in a god and and that's about it and the connection that i have to god i don't i i don't kind of worry about what other people are doing i try not to worry about how they think about what i'm doing and you know (laughs) and that's kind of how i find my balance because i feel like it's just too much out there and i have a hard time believing that you know god wants us to study every religion there is to you know determine which one is the right religion because you you might just be more mixed up than when you started you know that's true like me personally i I feel uh like and i take this in the bible like corinthians is probably the most important bible uh, book in the bible to me period you know what i mean because uh i personally feel like yes uh, in church there's a lot of judgment or whatever but i feel it's not my judge it's not my place to decide whether you're right or wrong it's it's on me to love you yes you know what I mean? whatever it is you got going on i'm just supposed to love you through that i believe you, you i think that's I mean? right but i think it's i so, think oh go ahead no so whether you a bitch ass nigga <laughs> or you gay or whatever like you might be a bitch but shit I still love you we still cool you know what I mean you gay uh, I'm not gay but I still love you even though you gay you know what I mean like, right it's, it's not my place to oh you going to hell because you gay no shit I, I don't even feel like it was at one point in time I'm like I know we used to get a lot of heat or whatever because some like earlier when we start first started recording the show like um, our viewpoints on shit was a little bit skewed because I mean we didn't really see no other way of life but ours right you know what I mean but that's the beautiful thing about podcasting you know what I mean you get different you get in touch with different people's life and you get to listen to things from their perspective right and watching even, even watching different movies true you know what I mean like actually watching Moonlight and all that stuff it, it, it they actually made me build some type of sympathy for the struggle that they go through. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though we still crack jokes, that's just because we assholes. You know what I mean? We crack jokes <laughs> on each other. I crack right. jokes on myself. So that don't mean that we don't hate nobody because they choose to lead their life differently than us. Right. And that's the thing. Um, 
that's the thing that is, I guess, the most challenging for the church is because they are only used to their ideas and what they choose to believe, you know, and because they're so serious and, and refuse to, you know, I guess get a broader view on, you know, the rest of the world, they kind of have a hard time, you know, uh, straddling the fence of, you know, other people's perspective and other people just being who they are and other people practicing Christianity in the way that they do. And, you know, just accepting differences altogether. I feel like that's what the Christian church struggles with. And it's just, it's unfortunate because I feel like they, they lose more than they gain because they're so just so close-minded. In a way. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's no different. There's no different than, I mean, because the, the biggest group of terrorists are, are walking the earth, think that they think they right, are white conservative Christians, you know what I mean? Like, because yep. the, the KKK, you know what I mean? A lot of them are devout Christians, you know what I mean? Like, God, and they think, really, that God is supposed to eradicate <laughs> all niggas from the face of the earth yeah and and so and just and for me just just on that alone it just makes me question everything christianity if there is one segment of christians if there's one segment of christian christians that can look at the bible that i look at and feel like it is okay for them to have their hate then I'm questioning the whole thing. You know, like, what are you reading? What are you skipping over? Like, what what is the point, you know? Like, what is the point? Well, that's the difference between being a... Uh, 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 that's, that's what happens when you become a part of the sheep. You know what I mean? And you don't read the book for yourself. A lot of us as Christians, we go to church and we just go and... We just we accept whatever the preacher preaches to us, and we never go and read and study the Bible for ourselves and get an understanding of what you're reading for yourself. You're just taking whatever the preacher is telling you as to be the gospel. You know what I mean? And that's where a lot of us mess up at, because I I guarantee that's what's going on with a lot of those people. You know what I mean? If they were taught hate for somebody at some point in time, and they never went and investigated their own, they never went and investigated on their own. Like going and talking to somebody black, you know what I mean? And getting some understanding, you know what I mean? Because it's the same shit that's going on with people in this whole Colin Kaepernick situation, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the people that feel they way, that feel, a lot of people feel the way they feel is because they're being spoon-fed. The narrative is being told across the news how Colin Kaepernick is disrespecting the flag and how all these athletes are disrespecting the flag by kneeling because that's the narrative that Donald Trump flipped. So so for that whole topic in itself, for me, I kind of, you know, because if you notice, I don't, I don't do a lot of that on my show because I just, for for me, it's just, it's a lot of negative energy wasted because I feel like the line is drawn, you know, like people, like black people, we see it the way we see it, white people, some of them see it the way that they see it and they just uh, refuse to, you know, just lend their understanding to, you know, the black person, you know, they just refuse to see how we feel they refuse and because of that i refuse to give them energy you know like once i you know 
once I realize there's a person that's unreasonable and they refuse to, you know, understand where I'm coming from, then I can give them nothing else. I, I, yeah, I cut them off. Like they, they can, they might as well disappear. They no longer exist to me because I, I don't, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just not going to do it. And so that's a lot. That's why I don't talk about it because it's just like, I'm not giving energy to those people who refuse to give, you know, my experience. You know, like, uh, understanding, like, we didn't do any of the stuff that we did that happened to black people, to ourselves. All the stuff that happened to us, it was, like, for the most part, it was done to us. And, you know, right now, we, we're, you know, trying to, you know, we're living beyond it, doing pretty good. And it's just like, every time we get so far, it's like they find another way to try to, you know, keep us down. And so, honestly, because I refuse to be down, because I refuse to look at anything that they do as a limitation for me, I don't give it energy. So, they don't exist. <laughs> they don't exist. And I, I really don't watch the football. I'm not a big football fan. Of course, I watch it every now and again because I'm married or whatever. But that, on top of, you know, the Colin Kaepernick issue kind of just makes me like, no. <laughs> there are other sports. There are, <laughs> there are other sports. There are. Yeah, yeah you, you said it for me. I appreciate you. <laughs> Listen, if people who listen to my show, they have listened to my show several times, they know I allow people to be who they are. If they're not about allowing people to be who they are, then they might as well keep going. That's all I'm about. <laughs> That's it. And, and with that being said, I am going to plug the Drunken Nights. Yes, this is Brother to the Night. And, uh, I speak a lot of the ignorance and truth that I'm speaking right now on our show. So check out the Drunken Nights at Nights with a K. I'm sorry, I got to do it. You know, no, I, I want you to like do it, so I appreciate you. Show, so I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you do your thing. No, no, no. You can <laughs> plug the show. If you didn't do it right then, I'm probably going to ask you to do it again before we wrap up. So definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. Yeah, because I enjoy your show. I, I enjoy the show. Like, I listen a lot. And, like, a lot of the conversations that, you know, you and the other guys have, I'm just really into it. There's been a few episodes where I'm just like, man, I don't know who's who. I think I kind of pick up on your voice, but there are some other ones I'm just, like, clueless. Um, It's too many of y'all to kind of pick up voices. <laughs> it's too many. So, but, yeah, like, y'all have a lot of good shows. I enjoy the perspective. I always tell people, like, get past the initial, like, if it's someone who kind of has a background like me and they kind of be like, they kind of, you know, frown up at like a lot of cursing or whatever you got to get past that you got to hear the individual like I feel like if people are so like caught up in how people speak if like if they have broken English or whatever like if you're getting caught up on that type of thing you're not really there to listen anyway you know and you're just trying to find something to, you know to criticize so yeah you are yeah you a certain kind of person right right so I really feel like it's important to just hear people for what they're saying and if they can get past that I feel like they'll they'll get a lot of good from you got y'all show because I really enjoy it. I really do. You a mess. I can't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot handle. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Where are we going to next? Okay. So, expectations of church leaders. Because I feel like, listen, because I feel like a lot of church leaders get it extremely hard. And that's one of the main reasons I am not about being, you know, stamped as the podcast preacher. But I understand. Like, I, I know where it comes from. I get it. That I understand. But I don't want people to put me on a pedestal to where they expect something from me. Because I'm like, look, I'm human just like you. I'm lying to mess up just like you. So don't expect from me and then be surprised when I do something that you figured I wouldn't do. You know? So. No, shit. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. That's how you got to feel about it. You know what I mean? Because look, 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 quiet is kept. You know what I mean? I know a lot of y'all, y'all love y'all religious leaders. And y'all pastors. But a lot of them niggas ain't shit. And they wasn't shit before they found God. And there's still some ain't shitness in them. You know what I mean? And sometimes they wander down that path of ain't shitness. But God <laughs> smack them by the head and bring them back. You know what I mean? It, it, the, the world is full of ain't shit people. I can't breathe. <laughs> and, something, and you can't. And the thing about it is, you ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> you, put, you put this pastor on this pedestal, but you be fucking up. You mm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you can't. You can't hold him, uh, you can't hold him or condemn him because he fucking up, but he the pastor. Of course he gonna fuck up, but it just ain't gonna get brought to the light like yours is. Now, if your pastor doing that old fuck shit, like you gotta come up to the pa- uh, the front of the congregation and apologize because, you know, uh, we found out that Susie's daughter was, uh, she, got her, uh, she got her cherry popped early or something. Or she pregnant in the church or whatever. That pastor needed his ass beat because he was fucking probably before marriage. See, look, mm-hmm. see, look, I got <laughs> I got a different view about that shit because my mom's she married a nigga that was on that preacher hustle. Mm. You know what I mean? And the, and the nigga he fucked my mama before they got married. You know what I mean? And he held that over her head. What? Wait, like, wait, wait. Sorry, yeah. I have to stop you. He was the preacher. He was the preacher. Well, he was he was an aspiring preacher. Like, this was, I, I called the nigga Sweet Dick Willie. Okay. <laughs> wait, you, wait. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to get some facts here. You calm down. <laughs> I can't handle you. All right. <laughs> All right, um, your mama. mama got with this dude, inspiring preacher, and they slept together before marriage, and he holds it over her head? He yeah. throws it in her face? Yeah, he used it over her head. Like, like them motherfuckers was doing dumb shit. Like, my mom was trying to tell me I shouldn't be fucking before I get married, but you got this nigga over here, and y'all just spooning. Because I know what that means. He's trying to get that pussy. I'm trying to get that pussy. Not mine. Not my mama's, but... (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I I know. You know what I mean? I be having to explain shit like that because niggas would go on my show and they'll take that shit somewhere else. Yeah, I I listen to the show. I know. I know. I hear (laughs) y'all. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah, so crazy. That's he and he went to the pastor and told him what 
deer or whatever. And my and she was like, look, they got to make it right. So, and the nigga, he, he was a hustler. Oh, man, that nigga was a hustler. Sweet Dick Willie was a hustler. He, <laughs> he hustled the hell out of my mama. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I told her ass. I told her. Look, this nigga. I see. I just got animated. I see. I see. It's. it's <laughs> <laughs> but the nigga, like he moved me out of town, right? Because I was going off to school, and he came up to me and he was like, "What she thinks about me and your mama?" You know what I mean? Uh, getting married. Now, at the time, this nigga, he had his one-bedroom apartment Mm-mm. and his car, but he was trying to get on with my mama, who had this house and a nice vehicle, you know what I mean? Taking care of her middle-class family by herself. And this nigga was working at Pizza Hut. Mm-mm. But he was so he was a delivery driver, and I respect it. You know, sometimes you see potential in a nigga, but you can't be 40-something nigga and, and still see a potential nigga. You need to be something put in the, in the work or whatever. You know, you got to be putting in something. You got to be well on the way, my nigga. Kinetic energy. But, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this, this was going on and shit, and I was like, look, man, and this is 18-year-old me. I'm like, look, man, you don't really got nothing to offer my mama right now. Like, I will think you probably need to wait, you know what I mean, a little bit till you get your situation straight because he got evicted at his one-bedroom apartment. Oh, my goodness. With my mama because she loved him. Huh. You know what I mean? That's why I'm telling you, sweet big Willie, he put it on my mama. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the nigga, they moved me off to school. Now, I'm coming back home for fall break. Like, and I didn't know that they were getting married till I showed up. Like, I showed up at the house, and mom's was like, you got to get dressed because we going to church for the wedding. I'm like, what in the fuck? Oh, my God. I'm going to go to what? I'm going to go what? Damn, that nigga been fucking you that good, mama. I didn't say that, you know, because I was respectful back then. Right. But I was thinking it. Oh, my God. I was being respectful. Oh. But, yeah. I'm just a little touched now, you know what I mean? And I just, I can say whatever the hell I want to now, you know what I mean? Because I don't right. know, she can't rule me. Right. Oh, my goodness. I had this discussion with my mama, and she was like, look, you can't judge me. Like, let's not talk about the past. Look, and look, let me clear this up. My mama, she happily married now. She did, and the real man, you taking care of her like she needs to be taken care of. That's I good. I the hell out of that man. Great. You know what I mean? That's my nigga. That's awesome. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> Woo, this is going to be a good one, okay? <laughs> I can't believe he tried to throw it in her face. That so that's the kind of thing that I just I can't get with. I don't I'm not interested in that as far as like, you know, people like that. You know, like don't don't be that kind of person. Like I understand, like I understood that he felt away. He felt like he did something wrong, but then to throw it back in her face, like he didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, that's 
Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. Yeah, he, and, he, man, look, man, he stole my mama from me, man. I wanted to be, I still want to beat his ass when I see him, but my mom would be like, no, Byron, just, I mean, brother to the night, no, brother to the night. <laughs> <laughs> you did it yourself. No, son to the night. Yeah, she, yeah, no, son to the night. Don't do that. Don't do that now. Okay. So, I mean, uh, so you you do, you don't have expectation for church leaders because you see that we're all human and it's just it's just weird for people to feel like they can expect something from one person. Don't expect it from themselves. I mean, but then you know, think about, it. think about all the people that that have been put on pedestal. I've seen them and they ain't shit in form. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I don't mind. I'm like, look, man, you you're the man first. True. And, and men fall from grace. Only man that was perfect was Jesus, and they killed that nigga. Yeah. Maybe I because Jesus that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I feel like I do. I do good enough to help my people that listen to me understand what this is, and so you don't have to worry. I'm I'm enjoying myself, y'all. This okay. is <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Like man, like I can't believe it, man. Like like but think of, but think about all of the sound of the people that were put on this pedestal, and you no, know, Eddie Long ain't shit. Mm. Rest you in peace. I mean, he's human. He's human. He's he's yeah. human. He's human. I mean, yeah. I I mean, yeah. I feel like there's 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 a few out there that at least uphold the most the, the bulk of what they say, you know? At least the bulk of it. like they they still fall short or whatever, but you know it's not the kind of things that they're actually you know preaching about. Like some people are conflicting, and some people they know what they know who they are, and they're they're speaking from that, you know, because they actually have a knowing and an understanding or whatever, and they're not trying to mislead people. And I feel like T D Jakes may be one of those people. I'm pretty sure there's people out there who disagree. Um, they're like now nah, you know that will actually you know say what you were saying or whatever, but to me you know i rather you know what like like you're saying like i understand that because i have issues and that i deal with and i understand that i constantly fall short always falling short that i, I i'm not gonna find it hard to believe if they fall short you know and a lot of these preachers yeah, exactly. uh, when i think about eddie long i feel like the reason um he probably preached against homosexuality so much is because it was something he was actually dealing with and he, he thought, yeah, and he thought he could, right? And he probably thought he could preach it away. He just couldn't, but he he thought he could, and so that's what he was mm-hmm. doing, talking to himself. It was just a sermon to, to everybody else. Oh God! He did it. But he. But the thing about it that was fucked up to me, it it was it was still predatory because he wasn't fucking men his age. Hmm. He was fucking the youth ministers and youngsters. You know what I mean? No, he want that young ass. You, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. <laughs> A mess, okay. <laughs> oh, man, my man. <gasps> my man. I can't. I, 
It, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. Like, people be getting bad about this shit, but it's really happening. I'm not saying nothing to me to happen. I get it. I get it. But, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I'm saying, I'm thinking this he... This is the way I played it. He, I played it in a comical way. Man, you... But, boy. <laughs> I'm just go. I'm just go apply the warning. I might even have to make sure on iTunes. I, this can't. I can't even put an E on this episode. No, it has to be an E. Like I'm gonna have to figure. I'm gonna have to do some research to figure out how to properly uh, list this episode because you are cutting up. But it's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Do like you normally do at the beginning of your episode. Get a precursor, you know what I mean? Like, look, <laughs> brother to the night is wild. <laughs> Woo! I'm glad I didn't do your intro already, cause Lord, I'd have to redo it. But yes, yes, definitely. I, I'm, but I'm enjoying myself. Anyway, um, okay, so I, I kind of know what you're gonna say, but I just have to ask just to see exactly what you say. So, um, since you don't have expectations for uh, leaders, so people, because it happened to me a lot when I was coming up or whatever, like, like, uh, people knew I went to church, you know, because I, I looked apart, you know, I had my long skirts and all that other stuff. And so if ever, you know, the spirit hit me the right way, you know, I cursed, right? And so they're like, no, 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 you're not supposed to curse. You a Christian. And I'm like, but why y'all always checking for what I'm supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? So, what do you think about yeah. that? What do you think about the people? Like, people like your mother or something like that. Like, what if she ever slipped and cursed? Like, would you hold it against her? Would you question her? Uh, no. Hey, my mama, she don't think like that no more. You know what I mean? My mom, she, she left. She left Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she actually moved down there to Texas. Mm-hmm. And actually going down there, I mean, she was able to gain some life experience that she didn't necessarily have yet. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom, that was part of the reason why Sweet Dick Willie was willing to, he was, he was able to game her so, so, so tough, you know what I mean? Because my mom, she put the pussy on lock for a long time because, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, she was celibate, you know what I mean? And for a long time, and she didn't want, she was focusing on her kids. Right. You know what I mean? And... Um, I think she was at, at that point. She was able to like the the first man that was able to show her that was showed her some type of attention. You know what I mean? Because she was all into the church. You know what I mean? She was definitely the denim skirt wearing woman. You know what I mean? Faith, the, the the denim skirt wearing, respectful, praise and worship warrior type of woman. You know what I mean? And this is the thing about women that go to church like that. Like, understand that a lot of men in your congregation are predators, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're in church don't mean that you get away from the fucked up shit in the world. Because sometimes there's some niggas that's fucked up that come in there and seek you out. Uh-huh. Like, and, and, and some of the most fucked up people in the world end up in your church. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Whether it be recovery addicts, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people run to the church when they ask out. They the world and beat the fuck out of them. <clears throat> well, I feel like it should be a safe place for that type of thing. That's what I feel like the church is. That's what it's for. Yeah. It's a hospital. Exactly. 
I agree with you. And that's why I don't understand why they be judging so hard because where are the crazy supposed to go? Where are they supposed to go? Like people forget how fucked up they was. Yeah. They get a little shine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't, I've, been, I've had that conversation, like, my my homie had to put me on point like that the other day, because, like, I've got a little bit more life experience than he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, I forget some of the fucked up mistakes that I made, and I talk to him, and I, and I, and I tell him shit in, in a way to try to correct him. For, but sometimes you gotta make these mistakes on your own, man. And it's right. nothing that somebody else can say to you. Right. You know what I mean? And everybody don't wanna hear that shit. <laughs> well see, that's the thing. So that's 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 the thing. So here it is. You know that you went through a lot in life and if you can help somebody that you love, you're gonna tell them what to avoid. You would be wrong not to. Okay? Now they might not want to hear it. They may have to make the mistake themselves, but you do know that it's also your responsibility. Like you being a caring person, you not going to watch somebody walk down the wrong path that's going to lead them in a, you know, a world of hurt if you can help it. You're just not going to do it. So, I feel like while I understand or I'm sure you understand that no, I'm not perfect. I made plenty of mistakes to get to where I am today, and I understand the next person would have to do the same thing it is still my part to try and help because maybe just maybe you are willing to listen maybe just maybe you are asking and looking for guidance maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but, but when you when you come to your people like that you got to come into them and tell them how you made the mistake too because a lot of the times when like and this is where a lot of preachers lose a lot of people. You know what I mean? They forget to tell you how fucked up they was before they found God. Mm, this is true. Well, some of them tell you. Some of them tell you. <laughs> some of them do. Yeah, some of them tell you. Uh, uh, yeah, and I respect them. Yeah. I respect them type of people. You know what I mean? Look, um, I see y'all, that was about to take me on a whole nother tangent of uh, ancient preachers. <laughs> No, don't you don't have to go on no more tangent. We have been there with the show uh, <laughs> as far as like the, the the preachers you don't like. But yeah, but I, I do feel oh, like I you have some in your family. Hmm. Yeah, See, but that's what I can say. Huh. Oh wow. Well, yeah, my grandfather before he passed, he was he was he was known as Reverend my government name. You know what I mean? Because he's a senior. <laughs> gotcha. You know what I mean? And that nigga wasn't shit. But I love him, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. I, I knew his ain't shitness. You know what I mean? But nigga, don't come preaching to me. Because I know you ain't shit. And you ain't, you, okay. My whole thing about that. If you are, if you weren't shit, and you trying to correct your ain't shitness, okay, I understand that. And I could, I could follow that. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't shit, then you comfortable in your ain't shitness. But mm. you preaching to me. Yeah. What are you? What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to help me with? Like you, you ain't you. You you are in the wrong. You are constantly wrong. You love being wrong. That's where you from. You from wrong. But you always trying to tell somebody something else. You always trying to tell but somebody no, something. See, I, and, and hearing that play back in my head, that, that's kind of 
that's kind of wild too because I've learned you know who who some some people you can learn some valuable lessons from people who make a lot the of mistakes the on the court <laughs> well, the, yeah exactly <laughs> the, the nigga that you that's outside the liquor store asking for change mm-hmm yeah like, yeah but that's the thing but that's the thing though that's why it's like that's why i'm always like i don't know you know like i I mean because if i if i get something from somebody i don't have to know like their history or i'm not judging what they did five minutes ago if i if i'm if you're telling me something and it means something to me i'm gonna take that you know you could be yeah. you could be screwed up you you i'm gonna take what i got i'm gonna take what i heard because you probably didn't say what i heard but I heard what I heard. You understand? So that's what I'm taking. Yeah, that's what I interpreted. So that's what I'm taking away from the situation. And I try very, very hard not to judge people I know. I try very, very hard not to trap people. And I don't even know if it's a Christian thing. I really just think it's me understanding that people are flawed. And I just and I just want to like give them a chance to get beyond, you know, those mistakes. You know, and like I said, you they might mess up in the next five minutes. They probably messed up five minutes ago. But if they're talking to me and they're in front of me and we're exchanging something for whatever reason, I'm going to take what I can from that exchange. Because you never know. You never know when you're getting a message. Because the message ain't going to always come from somebody you feel is worthy. So listen to me, because even though... <laughs> listen to him, because even... <laughs> 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 I got to bring it home sometimes. You, you did good. You did good. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I feel like we got it. I feel like this is, like, no judgment for the most part. But it is kind of hard when you know people. I feel like... You don't get, you wouldn't get advice, advice from people like you know pretty closely, unless it's just somebody like you, you know, like an elder that you really truly respect. I think it's kind of hard to like see like like one of your uncles or somebody that you know has just been like messing up, you know, a lot. It's hard for you to. I feel like it's hard for you to like go to them and actually ask for advice. And you probably wouldn't, you know, because it's just, it's just too, you're not. That If you really need advice on something very important to you, you're not going to go to the people that you feel like can't give you advice. You're going to go to somebody you feel like you can get some, you know, good advice from. So those are not going to, they're not going to be the people you go to. So, I mean, that's not a, a real issue there. But I'm just saying like if you, if the, if the opportunity ever presented itself where y'all were actually in the conversation or whatever because a lot of things don't come off as advice like i don't i don't know the exchange that you and one of your friends had but i mean he heard probably everything that you said and i guess he kind of felt like you know i feel like a, a great way to understand somebody heard you and you made them feel bad is when they try to put you in your place too you know it's like people don't know how to necessarily be wrong without making you also wrong as well it's like yeah, it's keeping it yeah keeping it fair okay you 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 got me but i'm gonna get you back it's that kind of thing so mm-hmm. i feel like he heard exactly what you said i'm pretty sure you hit him dead on the nail he just had to let you know you ain't perfect either okay but i'm gonna get my stuff together just like you did i am too you know that's what he <laughs> that's what happened but yeah that yeah. is that but yeah so let's move on so you right. can shout out your podcast one more time okay Shout out to the drunken nights. You can find us on uh, every platform. 
that you happen to listen to shows and shit, <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram and IG at three drunken nights underscore. Instagram and IG the same thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wrap up episode 44. I really appreciate you for listening thus far. I had a great time. As you probably can tell at this point, I feel like I laughed the whole time. Talk about being who you are. You guys know I allow it. I allow it. I have to. It's my job. Um, I don't want anybody to bring anything less than who they truly are. And you just saw that on display. So um, I'm extremely happy if you enjoyed the conversation. I'm extremely happy if you didn't. I enjoyed the conversation. Um, And with that being said, have an awesome week. Do your best. Be your best self. Be your true, authentic self. And um, see how that works for you. All right. Goodbye. Until next time.